Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Well, hey there, my friend, and welcome to episode 86 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. Boy, when I say those words now, together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. It has so much more importance than when I first started saying it back in 2020. The world today, from just over a little two years ago, has definitely shifted to a much more negative place. And that's why it's more important than ever to maintain and guard your positivity as much as possible. Our world needs it. Negativity is like a cancer because it spreads. It creeps in when you aren't looking and can absolutely be contagious. But guess what? So can positivity. And as a glasses half full girl, positivity will always win, will always be more powerful because it comes from love and complete alignment with spirit. And that is something that negativity can never compete with. And hey, if you're struggling with maintaining a healthy, positive attitude and would like some help with that, DM me or pop over an email to info at tanyahelen.com and let's work on that together. So when I first began preparing for this week's episode, it wasn't about positivity. It was about goals and how my goals process has changed over the years. But as I began gathering some notes, I realized that my spirit was taking me in a different direction. I was receiving that inspired action that I'm always talking about and knew that this is what I needed to be talking about in this episode, that someone needed to hear the words I'm about to speak. So naturally, I followed that impulse. I really do practice what I preach for the most part. Now, about the title, I've actually said those words to certain family members of mine. You know how I'm always talking about the contrast in life and how that contrast helps us to know what we want and don't want? Well, clearly my family and I chose each other to provide that contrast on a daily basis. Over the years, I've really come to appreciate that. I didn't always in the beginning, but as one matures and grows, It becomes easier to see certain things and appreciate them. Negative people don't like positive people. And I would venture to guess that there are few reasons for that. One being they secretly wish they could be more positive themselves, but don't know how to achieve that. Another being that they think a person can't possibly be positive most of the time. So they feel like that person must be faking it or there's something wrong with them. That positivity is a mental condition. Have you heard the term toxic positivity? Of course. Let's take something good like being positive and make it a negative. We'll get back to that in a minute. There's the old rose-colored glasses comment that I've heard a time or 20. Just because I choose to see the positive side of things, the silver lining, the potential for personal growth, I could keep going, doesn't mean I live in fantasy land. Yes, I've been accused of that as well. It simply means I can look at a challenge 
as a game, as a way to see what I'm made of and know that I trust in myself and the universe to help me rise above, to be resilient and come out better and stronger on the other side. I'm happy and positive because I choose to be, period. Because I have the ability to see the best in everything and everyone, even when it isn't obvious. Because I know where we all come from and will return to. I know that we all chose to have this physical experience, knowing that it would be challenging, but also knowing the potential for expansion and satisfaction would be greater. And you know what? When we were on our vacation in Disney last month, I realized that my niece Olivia is the same way. She radiates a positive attitude and it came out again and again every time something didn't go as planned. When people look at all the negative things occurring in our world on a daily basis, it's very easy to feel hopeless, sad, angry, frustrated, and even hate for those appear to be causing it. But when you give in to those negative feelings and attitudes, you are only hurting yourself. You run the risk of becoming those very things yourself. And that's when negativity is designed to do. Those who are operating from that mindset and attitude thrive on spreading it. It makes them feel better. I'm sure you've been around someone who is in a negative place and you can feel their energy. They just need to get it out and give it to you. And when that happens, they feel better and you now feel like crap. Here's what I like to do when I'm in the presence of a negative person. And let me be clear here. I'm talking about pessimistic. I'm not talking about grief or fear or even anger. Those types of feelings are normal for everybody to go through from time to time. But a pessimistic person is negative most of the time. So when I'm around that type of person, the first thing I would like to do and will always do if I'm able to is walk away. Okay? That's the best way to handle it. Walk away. Disengage. That's always going to be my first tactic. And if I can't do that, then I put on my mentality shield, as it were. And I literally say to myself, I'm rubber and you're glue. Anything you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Yes, I learned that phrase as a kid. Have you ever seen the movie The Incredibles? Violet, the teen Incredible, has the ability to form shields that can protect her and anyone else from being harmed. That's what I mentally do when in these situations. It's a game. And when you treat it as such, you're better able to protect yourself. And remember, the only thing that you can ever control is you and your reaction to others. Let's look now at some of the benefits of being a positive person and having a positive, optimistic outlook, mindset, and attitude. First off, there are health benefits. There have been numerous studies shown that generally positive people who have an optimistic outlook are healthier, can potentially live longer, and enjoy life. Author Michelle Gaylon, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, said in a Real Simple magazine publication last year, optimists don't just believe that good things will happen. They believe their behavior matters and that they have the ability to change things. So they're more likely to take action and make progress toward their goals. Well, my friend, I am living proof of that. We are not here to suffer. We are here to experience life in all of its abundance. And when you have a positive outlook on life, that is what you will experience. And yes, the law of attraction is at work here. Optimists can better handle stress, which we all know can do serious damage to your insides when it isn't controlled. Again, this comes from the ability to approach stressful situations and challenges in general 
with a mindset that is working for them and not against them. A mindset and attitude that believes in themselves and spirit and their abilities. When you're able to look at challenges in life for what they are, opportunities to be your best, opportunities for clarity, knowing what you want and don't want, opportunities for personal growth, then those stressful moments don't have such a negative hold and effect on you. You're able to use them and approach them with the attitude that God wouldn't give me anything that I can't handle. Something that my mom told me a long time ago, and for me so far, has always proven to be true. That all struggle is a blessing and a gift if you choose to see it that way. Another important benefit of being a positive person, people want to be around you. Except those who like being miserable, of course. Hey, not everyone's going to like you. But overall, we are drawn to the positive energy that others put out because it feels good. Negative energy is heavy and weighs us down, which is why for me anyway, when I'm in the presence of someone who is stuck in negativity, I feel it physically. When you're a positive person, you have the ability to uplift others, but only those who are open to it. Like I always say, I'm not trying to convince you of a goddamn thing, and that includes being more positive. But if you want to be someone that others want to be around, then shifting your mindset and attitude to a more positive one is a great way to do that. And I promise, how you feel on the inside will have you wondering why you didn't make this shift earlier. This is just a few of the benefits of being a more positive person. There are so many, but to me, these are at the top and will motivate you to give positivity a try. Now, before I share a few ways to help you achieve a more positive outlook, let me talk for a minute about toxic positivity. And when I first heard this term, I nearly lost my mind. Yes, let's take something positive and try to make it negative. That always works out in the end. And if you can see me now, I'm definitely rolling my eyes. I have no idea what experts, in quotes, decided this was a thing. But here is the definition. Toxic positivity happens when people believe that negative thoughts about anything should be avoided even in response to events which normally would evoke sadness, such as loss or hardships, positivity is encouraged as a means to cope, but tends to overlook and dismiss true expression. I'm not sure how this became a thing, but it's ridiculous. If you are someone who overlooks and dismisses true expression, then I'm pretty sure that would include positivity as well. Here's the thing. No one should be telling someone else how to feel. Period. And just because someone is encouraging you to look on the brighter side of things doesn't mean they don't ever have feelings of sadness, anger, frustration, etc. Like Goldie Hawn said in The First Wives Club, I have feelings. I'm an actress. I have all of them. Choosing to be positive most of the time doesn't mean you don't live in reality. It's a choice. We always have a choice as to how we feel, think, and act in any moment. Having a positive outlook on life feels good, and therefore I know that I'm in alignment with who I really am. All right, moving on. Now, what are some ways that you can achieve a more positive outlook in your life? First, stop watching the news all the time. In fact, rarely watch it. Now, I'm not saying don't be informed, but let's face it. The news is not geared toward the positive because they know negative sells and gets people's attention. Do bad things happen every day? Of course, but so do good. You only have to look at your own life and neighborhood to know this. 
control what you let into your life as much as possible. And that includes social media. To piggyback off of this one, the next one is stop focusing on the negative and make a habit of looking for the positive aspects in your life and nature, especially every day. This doesn't mean ignore problems when they are occurring, but you want to address those problems in a positive way to ensure the best outcome for you. I'm forever telling this to my pessimistic husband, stop focusing on the negative because that is what you will continue to see. The law of attraction is always working and it doesn't care what you're attracted to. It's not bias, but it will continue to send more of what you're attracted to. When you make a habit of looking for positive aspects, it becomes easier and easier. Keep track of them. Write them down in a notebook so you can refer back to them when you need some reminding and inspiration. The more you look, the more you'll find. Practice gratitude daily. When you first wake up in the morning, it's the best time to feel your connection to spirit because your mind is at a chance to rest. Your thoughts, especially the negative ones, subside. Take those first few moments of your day to say thank you. Thank you for another opportunity to make a positive difference in the world. Thank you for another day to be my best and to experience everything I came here to experience. And then throughout your day, look for things to be grateful for. They're everywhere. The sun shining or even the rain falling. That first cup of coffee in the morning. That smile on a child's face you come across. The smile on your own face. When you come from a place of appreciation and gratitude, life will respond in kind. When a challenge arises, you will see it differently, knowing there's a reason behind it. Even if you can't see it yet, in time, you will. Practice awareness. This one is really important. Be aware of your thoughts. When you find yourself stuck in a negative loop of either negative self-talk or criticism of others or anything that you know doesn't feel good, that is your opportunity to pause. Say to yourself, enough. Calmly count to five, take a deep breath, and refocus your thoughts to better feeling ones. Start with, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And then go through the positive aspects of your life, either mentally or take out your notebook where you've written them down. If you can, step outside for a minute in the fresh air and say, thank you. Play some upbeat music or listen to your favorite comedian on YouTube. Anything to break the cycle. The more you practice awareness, the easier it will be and the less you will get stuck in negativity. Finally, practice meditation. I know, I know the M word. Here's the thing. When you practice meditation, you allow yourself a quieting of your mind and you're able to put to rest beliefs that are no longer serving you. You're able to discover your own value and worthiness and feel the satisfaction of alignment with your spirit. Once you feel that satisfaction, that knowing of who you really are, that the larger part of you is spirit, you will never again be stuck in negativity. You will absolutely still feel all the feelings we as humans have access to, but you will find a balance and more importantly, choose how you want to feel because it is a choice. I simply choose the positive optimistic feelings most of the time and that has served me well. All right, let's wrap this episode up. I mean, I could keep talking all day about this subject, but I think you get the gist. And hey, if you want a more in-depth look at how our emotions affect us, please be sure to check out episode 84 because it's all about that. 
the next time you meet a positive person and maybe aren't feeling that way yourself, instead of wishing they would fall into a hole somewhere, appreciate their ability to be positive and know you can achieve that for yourself as well. Have a great week and don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe as we continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time. <laughs>